On our Defender Discussions and Coffee with the Coaches, we're going to double dip on this one and uh, talk some uh, Dort Defender Hockey and I still always want to say the Blades. That's uh, some old habits, hard to break. But uh, Tyler Morgan joins us. And uh, Tyler, what is this, year three coaching here at Dort University with the uh, hockey program? Yeah, this is my fifth year being involved with the program in the university. And year three, um, really taking the reins full time and living down here with my family and stuff as well. 16-3 and three this year. Couldn't ask for much, but I mean, three outcomes you'd like to have back, but uh, that's a great start to the year so far. What, yeah. uh, what's, what has clicked for this team through 19 contests? Yeah, I think, um, you know, our biggest thing is last year we were so young. We started the season um, last year with 12 freshmen, um, and it was a really um, strong learning experience for the guys. We had a really great team, um, but we were also incredibly young. Um, and then this year we brought in a handful of, of new freshmen as well, but with some older um, freshmen at the same time. Um, and I think with our, our new guys returning, um, being sophomores and juniors now being a little bit older, and then the freshmen who are coming in having some more experience and being able to step in um, you know, and be top players for us right away has been really helpful. Um, you know, guys come from all over the country for, for our program, and uh, sometimes it's hard to figure out how things work in the ACHA or how we do things here on campus and in our program. Um, and I think last year that was kind of our big um, growing time. Um, and then now they were able to come back and then teach the handful of new guys how we do things. And, and that gives us the confidence, gives the guys the confidence to continue to uh, have that success. And now it's one of those things where we're not going to places or hosting teams here and hoping to compete and win. We expect to win. And the guys, you know, have an expectation um, that we that we should be able to beat anybody we play. And that's kind of led to to our success so far. You had uh, early in the year, you went to Missouri State. 4 nothing, 4-2. Since then, uh, your team has won in a variety of ways. You've won uh, some blowouts. You've won several close games. What Was the Missouri State weekend uh, something that was needed to figure out and get where you're at currently? I think so. Yeah, it was a it was a humbling experience I think for our guys. We uh, you know, we started the season extremely confident and excited um you know and that was intentional to get out to missouri state they're every year they're a top 10 team in the country um i think when we played them they were ranked number two in the country um and that was just important for us to get out there and realize that the the level that we have to compete at um on a regular basis is that's kind of the standard right now where Missouri State is um, in our conference and in our area. They're one of the teams that we have to be able to, to look at and, and knock off of the, the pedestal um, to say. And uh, so that was why we wanted to get out there early, test ourselves. And I think it, it surprised some of the new guys. It surprised, you know, some of the returners as well. Um, and it was a really good thing. And it was a fantastic wake up call. It was a good time for us to regroup right there and, uh, you know, realize that we do have another level that we, we need to get to but also that we can get to and that's led to us um, going on a little bit of a tear here you what the talk about the the support that this community has for Mm -hmm. defender hockey because um friday nights especially one of the hotter tickets i would say and uh, we we couple some of that with defender days weekend Mm -hmm. and so you draw a large crowd but you go there on a friday night and uh, there's a lot of locals who 
may not have someone playing that they know, but they just enjoy the hockey experience. What's what's it like playing in the Vernon Arena as opposed to some of the places that you play at, on the road? Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. Um, you know, we when I'm recruiting and I'm talking to new prospective players and things like that, to try to explain that Sioux Center, Iowa has an ice arena, first of all, that can fit as many people as we have, but also that students and, and community members are coming out to support um, upwards of eight, 900 people on a Friday night. Um, it's, it's something that's a, it's very difficult to put into words, um, but also it's one of the more special things that I've ever seen. Um, when we play um, on the road, we're playing in front of a crowd of maybe 40 people usually half of them are our family members and and friends who drive out to watch the games um you know so i think i think the community in a, in a way has wrapped around the team a little bit the last handful of years we try to do a really good job of making sure our guys are on the ice with youth teams and and being visible in the community that way so there's a little bit of a connection um you know between the six seven eight nine year olds um here in sioux center who play hockey um and then our players right they the the kids in, in town and, and some of the families, they come over to the locker room after games. They're saying um, hi to the players. They know their names. They know what they look like. Um, and I think that's really important um, for our guys to to understand that there are people here that look up to them um, and appreciate what they do and support them. But it's, it's something that's definitely unique at our level and something that uh, sets our program apart um, in, in several ways. 16 wins doesn't happen without pretty good players. Mm. Um, I, I take a look at the scores, and that's the easy thing to do. And uh, Griffin Lennis is having an, an incredible year. 21 points, uh, 21 goals, 19 assists, comes out to 40 points. How do you end up with a player like Griffin Lennis on our campus? Uh, what, what goes into recruiting players for what is essentially and specifically a club team? I mean, this is not a this is not a quote varsity program yeah. where you have athletic scholarships and things like that. How do you, how do you sell a player like Griffin Lennis on coming to Dort University? Yeah, um, a lot of work, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages. Um, I think for us, my biggest thing is trying to get players onto our campus. Um, you know, and Griffin was a kid that we kind of. Um, th that we highlighted as a priority for us last year, knowing that he could make a big difference in our locker room and in our program. And when we brought him to our campus, um, he saw that. He saw the, the potential that our group had, but he also saw the bones of what we had going on. Um, you know, and, and he, he was interested. He wanted to be a part of that. And he was a player that certainly could have gone on and played some NCAA Division Three hockey um, and been in a program like that. Um, but, you know, we sat down and we talked a lot about um, – his potential to come onto our campus and change our program. Um, and if he were to go somewhere else, maybe he would just be part of a program. Um, and here, um, you know, he's able to be different. He's able to be set apart. Everybody that I talk to after games always asks me about Griffin Lennis. They say, man, that kid's good. Um, what grade is he in? How long is he? How long has he been here? And they're shocked when I tell them that he's a freshman. Um, but it's a lot of work. And, um, you know, we just, when we have players like that, we, we preach our culture a lot in our guys in our room it's it's not a lot of what I do um, it's, it's making sure a kid can fit within our group in the locker room and not try to change the guys that we have it's they come in and be part of what we're doing and Griffin's been a, an 
awesome example of a guy that comes in um, and, and fits in perfectly into what we already have established and at the same time leading on the ice um, over the course of the season. I don't know that we can rely completely on the local crop to be competitive. I mean, that's true for any of our sports, but it certainly helps to have a couple local athletes mm. on a team. And you've got that in uh, Isaac, Bar- Isaac Bart and Lucas Van Berkel. Uh, they're two that come to the top of mind for me. They uh, Isaac Bart putting together a great season as well, 10 goals, 8 assists. Mm. Um, talk about the importance of the local kid who can play deciding to continue their career. Yeah, yeah. We also have Taylor DeAgger is in the program as well. Um, so those three guys being part of what we do is, is awesome because, um, like I said, with the young kids knowing a lot of our players, they also know that those guys are local. Um, so it kind of gives them you know a little bit of hope and a, and a dream right that they can pursue hockey and and maybe be a defender one day down the road when they get um, when they get older but it's to me I think it's something that's important because um, a lot of times when we bring kids onto campus or I'm recruiting as well sometimes we say that in Sioux County we, we speak a different language than yeah. a lot of other um, places um, and it's nice for a kid like Isaac Bart, Lucas Van Burkle, Taylor DeJager, um to be able to show some of the new guys you know where we go to church why nothing's open on a Sunday what do we mm-hmm. do on a Friday night what kind of how to live and, and navigate a place like this because it can be a a big culture shock for some of our kids, especially after they move in, because um, sometimes things can feel slow. Um, but they help them, um, you know, and it's it's a nice thing to be able to have them do that. But also, you know, we don't just want kids on our team because they are local and just because they can show people how to, mm-hmm. you know, go to the mall or do any of that stuff. We want we want them to be contributors to what we do, and that's been um, that's been happening this year for sure. Bart has taken a huge step. Lucas has taken a huge step, and Taylor as well is one of our top four defensemen this year now. So um, that's been awesome to see. I think it was one of those things where they were always those three guys were always some of the top players at their age group, so they weren't necessarily always pushed on a regular basis. Um, and here they're not the guy on our team; they're one of the guys, and I think that's pushed them to be better. Um, and I think their growth, you know, the two and three years that those guys have been here has been exponential and really impressive, and and something that was quite honestly unexpected for me when they all showed up in the program. I joked at the beginning saying I want I, I still want to say blades. Yeah. And there's a long history of hockey at Dort. You, you delve into it a little bit, and it's, it's a pretty, it's it's a great story. It's a cool story. It's an outdoor rank. It's uh, Canadian students looking for to put their thumbprint on the on the Dort campus back in, I believe it was the '60s mm-hmm. and maybe early '70s. Yeah. The transition from blades to defenders. I don't know how much you were a part of mm-hmm. that, but how important is it? to now be under the Dort Defender umbrella rather than being kind of that thumb out there on your own as the Dort Blades? Or is it, maybe that's the first question I need to ask, is it important? And then I'll follow up with a question after that, maybe after you give the first answer. Yeah, I think it's extremely important. Um, You know, my very first sit down um, with Ross was, um, are we going to be the Dort Blades forever? That was just a question, and it actually had been decided without me 
knowing, but it had been decided two months prior that that's when the change was going to happen. Um, so I wasn't involved in the discussions of the change, but I was excited when the change did happen because at our level at times, um, if your name is different, you're very set apart from the university and you're, it's, you know, it's just kind of a, a visual thing in a sense from, from far away. Um, you know, and it would hurt recruiting, right? If I'm calling mm. players and saying, come play for the Dort Blades, they want to know why the Dort Defenders is different than the Blades and how does the school support. So it, it just shows that we're enveloped as part of the school and the school supports us and takes care of uh, you know our guys and our program in the in the right way uh, makes that a lot easier. Um, but the the history that we have uh, is incredibly important to what we do as well. We have um, you know the the program was established in 1968. We have that plastered on our wall in the locker room. It's important, especially as we start our recruiting footprint gets a little wider um, and not so many uh, alumni families on the team anymore. It's important for our guys to know what was done to have this hockey program start. I spent um, myself, I spent an hour and a half in the library this year looking over the uh, records of mm -hmm. everything Dort hockey related and what has been done. And it was really impressive to read some of the, some of the things that were done, right? They, the hockey team used to play on the baseball field and the infield, and they had to uh, flood the rink themselves and they had to shovel the ice they had to put up the boards they had to do all that work themselves just to have a couple practices um, and when they got to be a real team they you know they drive to Sioux City yep. they drive to Wyndham and Laverne and um, you know what I did this year is I made a big packet for a lot of our guys it was about 15-20 pages and um, handed it out to the team and I wanted our guys who just have showed up and they see the 900 people on a Friday night. They have all the, the cool stuff that we get. And I want them to understand that there was a lot of people that laid a lot of groundwork for what we do. Um, and they don't even know them, right? Our guys don't have any idea who um, a Herm Van Nienhuis might be or, uh, um, you know, uh, Eli Vischer's dad might be. And people like that who've been around for a long time um, and, and did stuff like that. And, you know, when we... You know, it gets, we call it the dog days of the season when we're going, we're dragging our feet to the rink. We say, man, we got to practice, or man, we got another thing going. And we start to think, well, at least we don't have to put up the boards today. And at least we don't have to shovel the rink ourselves. Drive to Sioux City. Yeah, right. And we don't have to play at 11 o'clock at night and things yeah. like that. So, um, there's a there's a lot of rich history um, in our program and, and something that we try to hold on tightly to. But um, you know we had an alumni at our game uh, this last weekend in Illinois State. He was a Dort Blade player, um, had his Dort Blade jacket on, and and we kind of were just laughing about um, you know some of the things that you know that they went through and how proud he is to see where they're at. I think is so important for us to have that connection to the alumni and hopefully what we do now even though we are defenders that the old blades players are proud of you know some of the work that they did and the things that they maybe had to experience or go through for us to be where we are uh, right now you have a break now you're 16 you're sitting 16 and 3 and you have, guys are taking exams right now. Then you send them home. You hope that they come back in some sort of shape to play. But you've only got three regular season contests after semester break. What What are your hopes for this team when we get back in January uh, with those three games and then postseason? What are your hopes for this team? Yeah, our hope is that we can just, with those three games, the goal is to get right back into the swing of uh, – 
you know, where we're at right now. We don't really want to miss a beat. And the one thing we talk a lot about too is, um, yeah, we have a month break and it's sometimes hard to maybe stay in shape or keep the hockey um, feeling going, but all the teams we play are doing the same thing too. So um, while it is a, it is not a competitive advantage to take a break off and sometimes can be hard to take a break, I think it's needed mentally for our guys. We have a long season. Um, you know, we, we play 22 season games and then we go conference tournament and then hopefully national tournament if we can compete there and our our goal last year was to um, be ranked and go to nationals and we were able to compete and uh, win our division and then go to the conference tournament and we got knocked out in the first round so our goal this year is to continue playing we have three games that are guaranteed Um, if we do well there we'll go conference tournament and then from there it's just kind of a win and your season continues Um, we'd like to play 10 more games this season um, is is what the players are kind of hoping and expecting out of themselves and um, you know those three games after Christmas it's going to be UNO and then Creighton twice two of those um, are going to be league games and they're they're really important to our placement in the in the conference tournament and you know deciding if we go as well but uh, we just want to continue building from there and, and it's one of those things I always tell guys when you're a freshman and you come in at the in the fall semester you're learning how to be a Dort student and when you come back after Christmas this is home um, and we're hoping that everything feels comfortable and it's more like a family when we come back as opposed to 22 guys that are trying to get to know each other and and to continue to learn about one another hopefully we're ready um, to take that next step and compete right away that is Dort defender hockey coach Tyler Morgan and that is our defender discussions and uh, coffee with the coaches